Hey everybody, Superfan Giovanni here. Welcome to Classic Love Line, episode 535, from October 16th, 1997, a Thursday night show, with guests Jenica Berger and Dina Spivey. Now before we get into the information about this episode, a note about episodes 532, 533, and 534. According to Adam, at the end of episode 531 with Goldfinger, the next episode was scheduled to be The Love Between the Two Hosts, for Monday, October 13th, 1997. That episode appears to be missing from the archive. We may have an undated or misdated copy floating around, or it could have ended up being a best-of recording. We do not know, so for now, that is lost. October 14th, 1997, that was a repeat of episode 509 with Smash Mouth, which just aired very recently. And then episode 534 from October 15th, 1997, that's a repeat of 490 with Dwight Yoakam, which also aired back in August. So both of those episodes are repeats. No reason to air them back in the feed, as they're already in the feed. If you want to relive them, uh, feel free. There was no extra commentary, nor the episodes presented as best of. They were just presented in full. It seems to be a last-minute uh, couple days off for the boys, or maybe emergency of some kind. On this episode, it's a Thursday night show. Uh, Jenica and Dina are promoting Men Behaving Badly, much like their castmate, Ken Marino, who was on the show about two weeks ago. This is Jenica's second known appearance on the show. She was first on Classic Love Line 396 with Buddy, the spokesperson for MAP, the Musician's Assistance Program. That episode has never aired in the feed. A very rough partial recording about half the show exists, but it's not really fit for air. The sound is actually unpleasant to listen to. We've reprocessed it and remastered it a few times. It's still really rough going. Maybe at some point we'll include it at the end of a partials with fair warning. This is Dina's only known appearance on the show, and this episode was missing from the official archive. And this is actually a fan tape. It's a perfect merging of two different recordings, an unknown fan tape for the last 45 minutes, and a super high-quality JBJ tape for the opening. Adam has a solid atheism tangent. Drew briefly talks about his own beliefs. And Adam actually predicts his exit from the show in seven to eight years. Once again, very right. And there's some rare bumpers from Pat Boone and the cast of Third Rock from the Sun, both episodes still missing from the archive, sadly. There is an official tape copy of this episode as well, it's not as high quality as this one, somehow. Probably in the transferring process. So we're airing this one instead. As per usual, it's recorded in 1997. Some of the medical information may be out of date. Please consult your own physician or contact Dr. Drew and Mike Catherine on current day level. 1-800-L-O-V-E-191. Listener discretion is advised. You can follow us on Twitter at Podcast One, on Facebook, Podcast One there as well, and PodcastOne.com, the home of all your favorite podcasts. Mahalo and get on. The following program is a PodcastOne.com production. Conversation usually five to ten seconds before the show begins, <laughs> like like the first half hour's taped or something. All right, uh, sorry, Jenica. That is uh, Jenica Berger. Yeah. Did I pronounce that right? Berger. Like I'll Berger. go with the Berger and. Uh, <laughs> Dina Spivey are, are both here for Men Behaving Badly. We had Ken Marino on about two weeks ago. He was so delightful. We thought we'd invite in the rest of the good cast. Guy. Good guy. Yeah. Good guy. Yeah, and good looking, too. A man behaving well. Yeah. yeah. He is, actually. He's very attractive. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. In that Long Island. I always say this to him. He looks better on camera. Oh, really? Person. I, he doesn't. He doesn't take that as a compliment. He's very photogenic. Yeah. I found him to be uh, quite attractive in person. Uh, yeah, do you agree, Drew? Yeah, you've been saying that for like three yeah. days. Oh, shut <laughs> up! I have not. True, you didn't even know who he was ten seconds ago. So shut You're your gay. pie hole. 
All right. Uh, phone number for Loveline, 1-800-LOVE-191. Fax number 310-854-4455. I'm Adam Carroll. That is Dr. Drew. He's a board-certified physician. Now, um, <laughs> Show me the what, uh, let's see. Jenica, we had you, uh, you were on the TV show, right? Yeah. And you were on the radio show, too, right? Yeah. And how? when did we see you last? We had that debate about Ellen and this and that. It was right when Ellen was coming out, oh, before she came out. Yes. And how the 99% of people wouldn't watch her. And then it was like the highest rated episode. And I thought of you. And what did I say? Was that, I right or was I wrong? That you didn't care. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I don't care. And I, uh, He doesn't care about much, though, Jenna, because that's sort of a general statement with him. Well, <laughs> I don't care. You know, I don't care. Here's the only thing I'm, I'm a little bit tired of with uh, Ellen, mm-hmm. and we won't, we won't uh, bash other shows. We'll, we'll talk about men behaving badly, and we'll bash that show. <laughs> but um, every time I, she's interviewed on anything now, it's this uh, power to the lesbians uh, thing. <laughs> she's constantly, you know, if she won uh, uh, like a, a cake bake-off, it, she and they interviewed her. It'd be it's just so nice that we're living in a day and age when a lesbian can win a Bake Off. People aren't really as interested, I think, as Ellen thinks they are. They're yeah, really but, not. But, she but, she had an episode where she was a came but, out but, as but a the, lesbian. The, it was highly rated. The floodgates have opened, though. Yeah. You know, this has been pent up feelings for quite some time, and now she feels and vindicated. She, yeah, and, uh, she's yeah. having and now she's taking the torch. But to run she it. needs to talk to her folks, not to us. I don't care if she's well, a lesbian. Is, her mom is now a big spokesperson woman for you know for the gay movement now saying or preaching uh, tolerance and everything and i saw ellen on uh, entertainment tonight the other night saying and she said that she is saving something like five lives a day because of all the gays five teen suicides lonely lesbians right or i don't know um, it's true but, but right. you know so it's it's good that she's well, a bigger I, scale listen, to I don't love line tolerance. it's on a bigger scale no Yes. This is, this is no. a bigger scale. This is an elephant-sized scale here, Loveline. And we um, we we make uh, five or six lesbians perish each week, so we balance out <laughs> the good work that she does. We we we'll stuff them right back into the closet. Will we not, Drew? Not. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. So men behaving badly. Sunday nights, uh, NBC, eight o'clock. Yeah. Watched the. Well, no, wait a minute. It wasn't the first one last week. It was the second one. But it was the first one that Ken was on last week, was it not? No, we've showed two with all of us. She was in the first one. Or Dina was in the first one with Ron Eldard leaving. Right, and getting the, getting married, getting right? Married, right. Yeah. And then the second one was all of us. And then the third one was all of us. But, so you probably saw the third one. Uh, so right. much numbers. I'm Ken so confused. Like, Ken was here like two weeks ago. So. All right, but... Uh, <laughs> Dina was, you, you know what, you know what always gets me confused too is all this mid-season replacement BS. Mm-hmm. Because now Men Behaving Badly mm-hmm. has been on a half season or a full season it or a season on, and a half. No, it was on all last year. Right. And, and now we got picked up for a second year. Yeah, and Al, you the, wouldn't the, know the mid-season of the ratings, does not apply to this show. So no. shut up. Okay, <laughs> just quiet down, Jen. The bit although, that you had planned. <laughs> although I did, I it's joined um, like part. Through oh, the there you go, Adam. There is what I was getting at. Yeah, there was another. There were actually three other neighbors, and they were. Uh, it was hard finding someone to to be the neighbor girl to sort of match uh, Rob Rob Schneider's right. character. She's, right. She's, well, they have a. It's a rotating cast, and they run it on different nights uh, every <laughs> week. So uh, it's, we don't know where we are. All right, but uh, Sunday night for now, eight, eight o'clock. o'clock against Touched by an Angel, and. Uh, Disney Hour and The Simpsons, and you know people are probably watching Charles Grodin other it's than just watching the us. Worst time, time slot, slot ever. Possibly. Well, in my well, I don't know because I 
The Simpsons seems to be your only real competition yeah. there, at least uh, Touched by an for angel me. kicks our butt. Really? But also, Sunday is a very... it's Sunday's the day for prayer. Sunday's the day to <laughs> pretend like you're a good person. And then you don't really start behaving badly till Thursday. Yeah. That's I, right. I think you can get Unless a lot of Jews be. watching on uh, Sunday <laughs> because their Sabbath was the day before and they're ready for sin. We have no Jew jokes, though. No, no. no Jewish Well, that's what you humor. need to do. Work it's and get some of those... Kind of White trash kind Get of. some of those Catskill riders to yeah. get in there and uh, yit it up a and little I bit. I said to Rob, L'chaim. <laughs> All right, so uh, you look very, uh, the uh, episode I saw last week where uh, you were dating Nature Boy. Yeah. Oh, that was great. Yeah, <laughs> wearing, uh, wearing a lot of um, tight-fitting apparel and well, uh, riding around on bicycles. See, do you think she looked hot? Yeah, I do. I thought she looked hot. She has butt, a hot I thought my butt body. looked big. She was in, can I tell him what yeah. you were in? What? Go ahead. The movie? She was in striptease. I know. Do you know at the How beginning, like, the hot... Was I, I masturbated to that. <laughs> you did? Yeah. That's a good piece for you. It wasn't necessarily oh, you. you. It was just, it was sort of a general <laughs> thing. Sometimes I'll pick a, an entire theme. I won't just focus on one okay. person. Okay, It'll just be the... <laughs> It'll be the uh, genre of stripping in general. <laughs> yeah. But that'll be on. But she thought her butt looked big. Well, I just... Can't, I and mean, I insisted that she has the awesomest ass. Yeah, well... And I could say that. No, you do. Can we see it real fast, though, Dina? Because uh, the, the TV. Oh yeah, no, please. <laughs> Who are you kidding? That's a beautiful ass, Drew. Thank you so much. I know you're a doctor, but first you're a man. Isn't that a beautiful ass? Nice tokus. And uh, I got to say that um, uh, your, your breasts are looking <laughs> quite. Uh, got to say, Jenica, oh, your, your ass is Jenica, expanding. No, Jenica, your ass looks. Uh, as a matter of fact, you uh, look better than you did last time we saw you. And don't take that in a bad way. It's just... Uh, that, that's you, that's you, sweet you, of you. Mean, well, no. All right. Wow. What happened? What do you mean? Here's wow, what, Adam. Here's what I want to say. <laughs> okay. Jenica, you're heading down the hot road. That's what I'm saying. I am? Yes. With each each day that passes, you get that much more beautiful. And your breasts get that much larger. I just happened to notice that. And don't be offended by that because you came in here wearing uh, like a tube top with uh, spaghetti strings. I came in here naked with tassels on my neck. Yeah, you put a sweater on because Drew humbled you. But when, you, <laughs> when I saw you earlier, you're wearing just a leotard, right? Believe it or not, I didn't want my boobs to be this hopic. Oh, okay. Even though I may, I may have... You guys don't have to take this them. abuse. You could just start... Flinging it back out. This is not a deal. Such a gentleman, Adam. Oh boy, you pick a part out and compliment it. um, You look better than you did last time. He said it's great to see you. Okay. It's like if you don't have anything nice to say. Well, that's because he doesn't objectify women. (laughs) Jeez. All right, we'll get to the phone and we'll uh, talk a little more about uh, men behaving badly and any other projects that you guys uh, may like to plug along the way. Dina, you have uh, (laughs) have something? I I have done. A lot of independent films that don't seem to be uh, reaching the light of day. It, they're not. They're having a hard time being released. Well, pick one that may have the closest shot at seeing some daylight, and we'll talk about that at some point in the evening. All How's right. that? All right. All George. Right. George, you're 15. You're on Loveline. Um, yeah. Um, I have a question for Dr. Drew. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Dr. Drew, what are the consequences of masturbating excessively? Like two times a day, three? I don't know why somebody would choose to ask me that question. When Blondness? We, when well, we you're have, a doctor. Well, we have an expert here, though. I mean, Adam. <laughs> yeah. Uh, your hair gets really nappy. <laughs> and you're, 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 you'll get a nasally drone uh, to your voice. Oh. George, what are you frightened about? What are you concerned about? Oh, uh, well, maybe that it stops growing or something. No, no. No? No. So there's no actual... Concern. Wait a minute. There could be something to that. The what? That, that the What? 
Uh, I have a question. Yes, ma'am. Is it true, like, the more you use it, it's like a muscle, it gets bigger? No, but <laughs> but your testosterone levels at, at a certain point uh, will be stimulated. Uh, in other words, if somebody who abstains entirely will tend to have lower levels than somebody who's more active. Mm-hmm. And uh, to that extent, it, it's quasi-healthy. Uh, but, George, as long as it's not affecting your ability to carry on and to be productive and uh, seek out relationships, uh, don't worry about it. Do okay? you remember that book, Where Did I oh. Come From? No. You know me? Yeah. No. Do you, you, it's like the illustrated book for kids, but it says, Where Did I Come From? And it shows no. mom and dad doing it no. and whatever. Oh, it has a pop-up By vagina. the way. Yes. I've seen yeah. that one. <laughs> what? Wow. By the way, I, I think those guys, frankly, as, as much as I'm into educating people, I, I have a moderate, if not severe level of discomfort with under 12 year olds getting explicit information no no no. but this is like nice little illustrations uh, yeah i just i listen i think it ought to be answered honestly the question should be answered but they are not cognitively developed their 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 nervous system has developed to the point where this kind of stuff makes sense yeah. to them yeah and it's very traumatizing that your mom i'm gonna would, be what mom dad do what yeah it's just like hey this is this babies come from here and that's that and well i remember having a class in it in the fourth grade no, where they right. they showed the film and they showed that's the whole right. thing and it was horrifying I, I can just say for me i was traumatized did you go to one of those hippie schools no no i went to public school really mm-hmm. what state uh ohio oh boy they're, uh, they're pretty liberal well, but, that, but no, that is the prevailing wisdom that we t- start talking to kids at the age of six to make sure that they understand these. It's not right to sexualize a kid before puberty. It just doesn't fit. It's right, not- but what was at, at immediately 11, 12, it's an emergency. Quickly give the information. Right. But, so, but what if your but, your kids have questions? I'll answer the question. I answer the question to answer them honestly, but don't get into glorious detail and, and the physiology. You mean like the dolls and the stuff? Should no. we have the dolls? And- I don't think so. I just don't think so. I, I mean, if they want to, if the kids insist, insist, insist... Uh, do the best you can to be concrete and answer the question. Drew, what was your daughter doing the other day? You were <laughs> she telling was me telling about me how old is she? Five. And uh-huh. she was telling me that she goes, I'm going to have a baby in my stomach and it's going to be a girl first and I'm going to have two boys and she, well, I have five year old triplets and, and she looks at her brother. Show them the pictures. She goes, that, that's gonna, this is going to be the daddy. Douglas. That's, be the daddy. that's the most disturbing part. <laughs> well, yeah. Was, one of her brothers. Yeah. Well, I was afraid she was going to say me. That was even more disturbing. I think. That, that wouldn't be right. So I was relieved that there wasn't that. So it's and, better uh, that it was yeah. her brother. That's normal for, for kids to do that kind of stuff. But All right, but so if they're walking around pointing at their belly, oh, I mean, kids, it's five years old. So Listen, sexuality is, is a reality of human development of the self. But to, to actually sexualize it in an adult way confuses them. It's not, not, not necessarily a good thing. At what I, age? Um, 11, 12. Would you let your kids listen to the show? 11, 12. Oh, this show? This show. Are you nuts? 11, 12? 12. You're not going to let your kids listen when to the show 11, 12. When Adam still hosts. 12. <laughs> I go to Drew's house for dinner. He has to made uh, watch me while he runs, uh, if he has to run to the bathroom or the kitchen. <laughs> are you kidding? You're not going to let your kids listen to the show at 11 or 12, are you? 12, 12. Uh, well, I don't know. We'll see when we get there. But I, 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 um, I hope I do. I think that's about right. 12. Do they watch the TV show? Yeah, but they, they're too young to know what's yeah. we're yeah. talking about. I won't be here. But what is that, uh, eight years, seven years from now? Mark, yeah. Mark DiCarlo will be hosting by then, <laughs> I'm sure. Tom, you're 46. Me too. Uh, yes, <laughs> it's uh, Loveline with uh, Mark DiCarlo and Dr. Art <laughs> Uline. All right. Um, my wife left me a year and a half ago. I was married a year and a week. And after I adopted her kids, she left me. And it, like I said, it's been a year and a half, and 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 I I'm fighting depression. You still have the kids? And you still have the kids? Yes, the kids. I, I see them one day every weekend. So so you have 
visitation rights, but you don't have custody of the kids. Right. Well, what was her reason? Right. She she came up with anything and everything. She wouldn't let me keep the kids overnight because at one point she says I didn't have enough furniture in the house. What was happening in your relationship when she decided to leave? Uh, she was getting a career as a paramedic. And? And she went to... She was working with another girl her age and going going to class with, with her and... The other girl was not married nor have any kids, and they just started going out. So she started going out with the woman? Yes. Uh, was know. this after the Ellen um, out episode? No, no, wait, wait. See, go, see what happens? Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> go, going out together Causes as a couple or going out together and looking for guys? Looking for guys. Yeah. Okay. Oh, a couple of lesbians out on the prowl. That's what I... <laughs> I brought that up one time and so, got nailed down for it. Okay. So, but what is it before that? You, you know what I mean? Hell was she. Uh, she's 26 now. So you're 20 years younger than you. Right. You're 46. And I knew her three years before we were married. So she was 23 when you uh, locked her in. Well, actually, uh, younger because uh, like a year and a half right, earlier 22. than that. Right, how, how, uh, how, uh, Whose idea was it to get married? Hers. And why? what what happened to the relationship previously? Where did the two kids come from? Uh, her, her first marriage. And what happened with that? Uh. Uh, he was a loser. Tell us more. Uh -huh. um, he didn't want to work, and, and when he did work, he took his money and wouldn't pay any of the bills, and he, he, he just went out on weekends and started running other women. Was he an alcoholic or an addict? Pardon? Was he an alcoholic or an addict? No. What's the deal with her father? Oh, God. Her father's... The whole family needs to see counseling. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. Case closed. Mm -hmm. Well, there you have it. And, and listen... Yeah, but what about him? But, but see, you Why know, did he choose her? I'm 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 worried because she's back in 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 there living with those people, you know, her family. And they're well, why do you need to rescue people like that? Why is that? Why did you choose somebody who is so obviously disturbed, even by your own impressions? The best guys always pick the sickest. Well, mm. I'm, I'm, the, the nice guys. The do. nice guys. Do. But nice can be a compensation for something else. I agree, but I notice that like a lot of my guy friends, they, they're always like attracted to like the toxic girls. Like I'm toxic, I'm ill, come near me. But, that was uh, my song. <laughs> I, I I can't help it, you know. I I, I love her and I love the kids. Mm -hmm. And and when I asked her, you know, is it over? She done told the counselor and she done filed for divorce, which I blew out of the water. And and and. And, you know, when I say, are you sure it's over, there's no answer. There's well, so you won't accept the divorce? You won't, I, don't, I, I don't want a divorce, but she I, does. I understand. But doesn't that, like, screw up the kids? Like, what's more important to you, having her back or the kids? Oh. The kids. Um, doesn't that screw up the kids? Well, these kids them? are going to be screwed up if, they ha if they're raised by this mom and uh, those grandparents. And, I mean, they're in a world of hurt anyway you slice this one. But they're going to get screwed up more. You're right, away Jenica, from, Away from uh, if there's Tom. a bunch of conflict and yeah. a bunch of you know right. uh, plates See, being thrown right. in their yeah, presence. Charged out on her and and this and that. But I knew that that was wrong. She but, what? You know, I'm I'm doing I'm doing something against the kid's mother. Mm, Charges out on her? Yes, because when she moved out, she also took all my personal property too. She ripped them off. I mean, when I met her, I had clothes. Well, what'd she get a year, Tom? What did she get, or how much? All right, how much? Uh, three thousand. Really? You had that kind of money lying around? No, no, you did not. Worth a stop. Worth, worth a worth a what? Uh, Hank Williams memorabilia. What'd she take? What was three thousand dollars? Um, I had a uh, car knife collection. 
A knife collection. A knife collection? <laughs> is this bogus? No, this is real. This is life. This is America. And a camcorder and TV and VCR. Oh, brother. <laughs> what are you girls laughing at? Where are you from, Tom? Uh, Maryland. Yeah, you see, he's from the Heartland. What's with Maryland? the knife collection? Maryland, Maryland and Heartland? No. Oh, okay. You're from the knife land. There's the Heartland. All right. You had a knife collection. I All right, well, uh, yeah, let's, 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 what kind of knife? Let's not go down the knife road yeah, like for a second. Here. Right, okay. He wants Hanging to... up on the wall. <laughs> had their own plaques. Tom, <laughs> Tom, what do you do for a living? You work at, uh, you weld, right? I'm a drywall finisher. Oh. <laughs> Mud and joint compound and all that. Yeah, that's good. Do you do piece work or you do you do commercially? What do you do? I do everything I can get my hands on. I love this work. Hey, let me ask you something, Tom. Do you sand your drywall? Or do you sponge it? Both. You do both. How about oh. you, Adam? Uh, well, if you don't want to make a mess, you'd sponge it. But if not, you'd use the uh, sand and use the sand pole and the screen and all that. But Tom, <laughs> Tom, yes, uh, you're in a predicament. Here's the deal. She doesn't want to come back. You can't make her want that, to come back. That's reality. That's all. All you start, can do is look out for your own sanity and the kids' start, sanity. Right. Yeah. Start She's dealing a bit of a with reality, Tom. You, until you begin to get over this, you're going to be stuck in this quagmire eternally. No, so boy. But the, we, we didn't get. We couldn't get at somehow why Tom was so codependent, for lack of a better term, why he needed to fix these people. Yeah. And uh, what is it about see, that we, though? It's like nine well, out of ten guys go for the sicker too. I mean, you know. Mm. But why is that true? Like, what? Why are like the cool, nice guy? Because is, is it like a syndrome that you know, like the word, yeah, well, the educational word? There's, a, there's word a lot of different reasons for that. I mean, it's, one of them is that the people who are super nice and perfectionistic and sometimes were intruded upon by their parents, and they, so their sense of self is not always fully developed. Mm-hmm. And so they will seek out people to try to fix that right. to be able to make themselves feel better about themselves. But guys don't always go for the sickos. No, no. It's just, and if I you're 40, like the, like, I know a lot of guys who If you're the 45 models. years old, you're, you're the hanging. models? My yeah. point. If you're hanging sheetrock for a living, you have a knife collection, and you're 45, and you want a 23-year-old woman, you only get to choose from the sicko pile. <laughs> you, don't, you don't get to go to the supermodel bin and try a few of those out. You understand? The man is... Uh, picture uh, poor Tom over here with the knife collection yeah. and the sheetrock tools. You, you know what I'm saying? That's all... If he. Now, he could find himself a nice, uh, mature 45-year-old woman to date that possibly had her head screwed on but straight. But he's not interested. But well, he's I'm not, not interested. he's but, but why nice. I'm just saying but, hypo- but why isn't he? That's the problem. What is it about him that he has to keep going back and fixing and living in that Does it get, Like, is it a guy-man power um, serotonin in the brain thing? There, there like, is, I feel power when I change you and make you smile? No. But, there, but the, the older man, younger woman, multiple woman thing is a, is a male instinct Yeah, that needs to be... That only women can can uh, tame, frankly. That's you know, men can't do that for themselves. Do you see why I'm bitter? Yeah, yeah. Dina, you bit you bitter? I'm not bitter at all. You married? No. You have a boyfriend? <laughs> I do. I have a great boyfriend. And that's uh, been going on for a while. Yeah, since January. <clears throat> uh, okay. So about yeah. what ten months? All right. I have yeah. a great fabulous, boyfriend. fabulous, fabulous. Oh, you do too. You met. He cooked you pasta. Remember last time? Guy, yeah, everyone's a chef. Jeez, I'll tell you, these these uh, these chef guys get more uh, Hollywood trim. (laughs) Hey, this morning he made me eggs and pancakes, the kind that are crispy on the outside and fluffy on the inside. And you know what? Going to work, I was happy, happy. Hold on a second, Mike. Put that on a card. He made eggs. (laughs) Wow, this guy is some kind of chef. Most of the time, guys don't even get to the egg uh, phase of the of, of the chef. It's the way he made the eggs, Adam. 
I see. Okay. All right. Now, She's listening we, to this right now, hating right. you. We have noticed a lot of guys or a lot of attractive women, celebrity women, mm-hmm. are going out with guys who are chefs. And uh, I always thought the only way you could get a celebrity woman is to either be some sort of, you know, rich entrepreneur or be a celebrity yourself or possibly be in a rock band. But this whole chef thing is a new wrinkle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or a restaurateur. Yeah. It's a, Very hungry. It's a uh, way to a woman scratch right right through the kitchen. <laughs> I swear to God, All God right. it is. All right. Don't, don't be. Oh, it is. Yeah. yeah so that or sense of humor, Adam. So you got that. If you can't cook, you're funny. Sometimes. Uh, no, you're If you were funny, that'd be... Right. <laughs> All right. You're digging a grave. Uh, Drew, uh, you want to sell the uh, next call, please? Here, read this one. Uh, this is Sarah. She's 19. She never climaxed with ex-boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Wait a minute. Mm-hmm. Uh, was uh, this her problem or his? Game of War Fire Age is the first truly global online game. You can befriend, chat, help and destroy people from all over the world in this real-time game of global conquest. And Game of War has built a sophisticated in-game chat translation feature, which has never been utilized in any other game. The chat feature can even translate another language's internet slang. Game of War. It's a war strategy game. And the chat allows you to build, well, love and hate relationships with other online players. Download the Game of War app now. You know you want to. So just go to DownloadGameOfWar.com and join the battle today. Hi, this is Ken Marino from Men Behaving Badly, and you're listening to Loveline with Adam Carolla and Dr. Drew on the High Fidelity System. All right, Jenica Berger, Berger, and uh, Dina Spivey. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. B. How do you spell your uh, last name? S-P-Y-B as in boy, E-Y. Oh, E-Y. What? Yeah. What the hell? I was looking at it up there. I swear to God, it was a T. Do you have Sugar Ray? They are... The- next week. Yeah, they'll uh, they'll be in here next week. You can come by. Want to come by and dote? Oh, you don't like them? Like them huh? Oh, you don't like them? No, you want to combine and uh, like kick them in the nuts? I or feel something? that if you're on your way to be a rock star, you don't have the rite of passage to perform like a rock star and get drunk on national television. Oh, what happened? Yet. What I just about? saw them on an MTV show and they were like drunk and they were lip syncing and they were screwing up. Ew. And he was like, yeah. it, it was just obnoxious to me. And well, I liked him M- prior M- to that. MTV has a policy where they liquor up all their guests. I go, here. They do. They, yeah. they offered us the liquor before yeah, we went on Motel Beach House Party. Yeah. The really? guy like pulled it yeah. out of the baggies already, like, and none of us wanted to drink because it was like, like we're really well, gonna do shots. Well, really, I guess the rockers do, but you know. Mm. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, here's the and thing he about was like the PA was like drinking alone. He's like, yeah, <laughs> party. Rockers are used to performing drunk and stoned. As a matter of fact, they probably do better better work when they're loaded. When you're very drunk, they actually don't. They bitter. think they do. Oh, they think they do. Well, that's you know. I they. understand it when you've sold five million albums, but they were on their way up, yeah. and it looks so presumptuous. Well, let me just uh, continue the show here, if I may. <sighs> Love line one eight hundred L V E one nine one. Fax number three one zero eight five four forty four fifty five. We have uh, Jenica and Dina, both from Men Behaving Badly. 8 o'clock, Sundays, and um, let me describe Jenica, if I may. She uh, has flaming red hair, smiling blue eyes, and a buoyant personality. Uh, Jenica has a captivating presence both on and off screen. 
Boy, we got to get a publicist through. <laughs> I really should start a uh, scrapbook. Mike just had to dump a few <laughs> expletives that came oh, yeah. across the. Dina, try not to use the S word on oh, the I'm show. Sorry. Please. Oh, I'm sorry. Would your character on Men Behaving Badly ever use the S word? No. All right. Heavens, no. Well. <laughs> Yeah, we got to get publicists, and I have to start a scrapbook of uh, BS publicists uh, um, uh, yes. brainwashing yes. jargon because that's actually not that's tame. Oh, this is nothing. Yeah, most of them say really? uh, her beauty is so captivating that when she enters the room, uh, men weep openly. <laughs> they drop mine, over dead. Mine wouldn't say that if I had five. Well, no, flaming Gosh. red hair, smiling blue eyes, and a buoyant <laughs> personality. So, she is captivating uh, like on a, and off. What? Um, that is buoyant, isn't it? Am I, oh, am I yes. that oh, word yes. right? Yes, correct. So like if a plane went down in the ocean, <laughs> one would cling to your personality? Yes, yes Adam, buoy. that's what it says. Wow. All right. Jenica has a great personality. <laughs> it really, and it's true, off, uh, off and on and on this screen she yeah she is very nice i, I will lie. say that no 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 we really uh we really like you as yeah, soon as i reminded drew who you are he really liked you <laughs> <laughs> drew meets a lot of guests he did you confused. did you have to be reminded no no did he no oh, okay sarah yes you're 19 yeah what's going on <laughs> Well, you believe, don't believe this guy. He just, he All right, but don't bang weird. my uh, coffee. Dr. Drew came to that map benefit. I was right. so impressed. That's right. Dr. Drew doesn't just preach on the microphone. He walks the talk, Adam. He's a musician's assistance program. Oh, yeah, he's all over there. Would you call me buoyant out of the room? Sarah. Okay, let's talk yeah. about Sarah. <laughs> What's going on, Sarah? Share with us. Well, I never orgasmed with my ex-boyfriend. Mm -hmm. Is that why you broke up? No, well, I broke up with him because I thought he was just using me for the sex, but obviously I wasn't getting any sex out of it, and he was. And you so, weren't getting any pleasure out of it. Exactly. Uh-huh. And have you ever had an orgasm? No. Uh, okay. Have you ever had one uh, uh, masturbating? Yeah. You yeah. have, but you haven't... No. I had that problem for a long time. Is it... It sucks, huh? <laughs> it sucks, but I tell you, you learn how to masturbate... Uh, you learn how to climax through masturbation. Yeah. And yeah. It, I really think that it happens when you love somebody. Yeah, because if he felt that he was using you, then that's probably, you know, what's inhibiting you right there. Right. Whereas if a guy thinks a woman is using him for sex, it's like, I got to orgasm faster. <laughs> that's all that means. I got to get some TV time. Guys well, can just do that. But right, women, women need women the need connection. To, and they need yeah. to learn they themselves. Need the feeling. They, yeah. need, they need right. to spend a little time on the simulator before they get uh, into the captain's chair. I That's guarantee all. you that if you if you fall in love and you last in a relationship and you really trust him, that you will orgasm. Oh, yeah. You're not like, I thought I was totally weird. And actually, I think I heard it from Loveline. Something about masturbating, mm -hmm. learning how to orgasm, learning about your body. Right. And then your man uh, whoops, whoops up some sort of uh, souffle or something now and you go through a pair of panties, right? Yeah, Jennifer? that's right. <laughs> does, he ever, does he bring any of the uh, culinary delights yeah, into the bedroom? Like yeah, like nine and a half weeks. Do you do that kind of thing? Totally. He does that thing where he uh, covers you with Crisco and um, rolls you in <laughs> like breadcrumbs or something? super olive oil from Italy. I don't know, Adam. Yeah, but it wouldn't be the virgin stuff, would it? <laughs> No. <laughs> you're dirty. All right. So, Sarah. Yes. So, two things. A, uh, make sure you're with a guy you like and, and, and that you don't think okay, he's just using I, you. I, I, would, I thought I was in love with him, seriously. Mm -hmm. All right. So, I thought I was in love with him. Right. And you still weren't having an orgasm even when you thought 
Yeah. You were in love with him. Did you think he liked you? Yeah, he acted like he did, but then after we slept with each other, he just like totally was treating me like a bitch. So this was a single encounter you're basing this all on? Yeah, I was a virgin. Uh, oh. All right, all bets are off. Sarah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, don't worry. Things <laughs> yeah. will get better. It'll get so much better. I, Although is it my problem that I'm not orgasming? Or no, no way. Well, you're, putting, you're putting way too much pressure on this. What you need to learn from this whole experience is how to develop a relationship first, how to choose yeah. who you're going to be intimate with carefully, and realize that most guys, if you give them the opportunity, will do what this guy did. Uh-huh. You've got to let the, develop, the relationship develop for a long while before you get physically intimate in order for the relationship to evolve. And it's been like almost a month since we broke up, you know? And I've been dating, and I just haven't been trusting anybody at all. Good. Well, it's only been a month. Good. That's good. <laughs> yeah. well, I mean, I, I don't know. True. You know, you know what you're like? Uh, you know what this reminds me of? You see those uh, nature films, and they're going to let, like, uh, Kimba, the, the orangutan or the lion or something, go back into the wild. But they have to scare. Uh, they, they have to teach uh, this animal that man is scary or something. So they get some idiot to put on, like, a big hood and chase him around for a little while. You're actually trying to scare all our listeners away from men. That's the way you'd like it, wouldn't you? You would like them to be fearful to be of res- men. Yes, to be, yes, cautious. Mm-hmm. You, you like that, right? Yeah. Mm. All right. <laughs> All right, just want to know where you're coming from. Yeah, right, but this is this is uh, this no, is a recalculous c- thing because she she's, she has had sex one time in her life. Uh, I would love to see uh, the breakdown of how many women had orgasms uh, when they lost their virginity. Well, how about, how about, yeah. I guess it would be no, but she said time. that she continually had sex with him and she didn't ever reach a climax. She could have been with him for a year and a half. Mm, let's see how many times, Sarah. How many times did you have sex with him, roughly? Uh, about. 25 times. Okay. All right, Drew, give me a dollar. <laughs> Why? You held one out. Because I thought she had said just once. No, I, I was, Okay. He first me, and then we kept on sleeping with him. Okay. But, it, but, but listen, this guy wasn't right for you. His, um, his key did not uh, fit your skate. You understand? Yeah. All right. So I agree with Jenica. Uh, d- discover your own horizons uh, on your own timetable. Light a candle. And I also agree magazine. with Drew. And get to know you. Yeah. Mm. And... Uh, Jenica, yeah, are you hip to the tub? I I've never gotten. I never got that. I like. Uh, I had friends tell me. I, you probably. Do you right? ever uh, get into the tub? I'll tell you what I get into. I get into the shower massage. Oh yeah. Really? Yeah. I can't. Wa- something about the water running. <laughs> yeah. And I like the whole cleanliness. Yeah. Aspect. We're very clean. It. I'm funky. <laughs> I smell. I'm clean. You're huh? grungy. No. No, what you're you not t- grungy. Mm-hmm. Are you? Well. I- I can, All right. I can get lazy. Include us in on the conversation, please, ladies. Oh, Mo- sorry. Most, most oh, ladies I, I also, enjoy the water. Yeah, yeah. I also didn't... I but never you do the bathtub of, under the faucet thing. No, 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 no. It's too irritating. It's so irritating. No, I never it's tried it. No, no. Of course, you try it, but... Yeah. I tried it, like, it hurts. in every age, and it never worked. When did you first try? I think when I first figured out that I had a hoo-hoo down there. So really, you the bathtub. Yeah, you, you yeah, put uh, male or female uh, at, at a young enough age into the tub, and uh, all bets are off. They go right for the junk. Whatever's loose goes in the ass or <laughs> on the vagina. Like, you sit there. Oh, uh, my God. I, no, I'm, I'm serious, though, but he, I don't even take baths for this reason a- anymore because I would just uh, sit in a, a puddle of my own juice. Uh, it's true, because here's, let me tell you how the tub process works. You don't go into the tub. You don't go into the tub thinking, boy, I'm really going to have at myself. You do this, you go, eh, a bath would be nice. And you draw the bath, you turn the water, and then you get in the tub and you sit there for about uh, 15, 20 seconds. You go, 
This is nice. Hey, look at that shampoo bottle. What are you? Let me try that. Let's see what that feels like. Ooh, hey, that's something. And then you, and it, God, really? God forbid there's something with a handle and water coming out of it because then that's going immediately onto the genitalia. Oh, oh, oh the loofah. Where's that loofah? I gotta try that loofah out. And before you know it, it's just like uh, some, some kind of porn movie being made wow. in the tub. You, you guys see, know what I'm talking about. I know about. what you're talking about, but I tell you, I, I used to live with uh, with my ex This was a couple of years ago. I lived with an ex boyfriend, and he, you know, was in the tub and wanted to experiment with tub items. And uh, I was walking in, and he was experimenting, and it freaked me out. Yeah, it's like, like uh, what? What are what's you that doing? toothbrush doing in your butt? I uh, just, it freaked me uh, honey, out. have you seen but the prowl? I guess it's, I guess it's <laughs> common. I wish the cap to the toothpaste. Come on now. Don't oh necessarily my. assume Adam is representative of all men. Okay. I mean, no. you should be kind of freaked out if your boyfriend was like him. Right? No, but once you get, a, if you're left alone with your own junk in a, in a uh, warm body of water for long enough, stuff's going to happen. That's all I'm saying. Okay. And I think you, you ladies are no different than guys oh, are sure. in this department. All right, Drew, sell the hell out of the next call, and we'll go to break. Uh, somebody, Puck18, found a drug paraphernalia that belongs to his mom. Puck? He's confused. His mom? Mm-hmm. Okay, we'll get to the bottom of it after this. All of my most sensitive areas were inflamed. Really? Loveline will be right back to deal with inflamed sensitive areas. This is Dr. Drew for True Car. Everyone is talking about transparency these days, a word you hear a lot, because people want it. So when it comes to making a big purchase, like perhaps buying a new car, you expect some transparency in the buying process. This is a process that gives you the confidence to know you're getting the fair deal, right? So you can really look at all the details. To understand the power of transparency, you need to check out True Car and True Car's mobile app. True Car not only can configure the car you want and how you want it, but you can see what others actually paid for the same car you're looking for. Down to the zip code, so right in your area, you see the very same car. So you know what you can expect to pay for the car you want. Pretty transparent, right? And once you decide on that car, you can lock in guaranteed savings on an average over $3,000 off MSRP. Then you're connected with a trusted True Car certified dealer that will honor your savings without any negotiation, no shenanigans. So when you're ready for a new, transparent car buying experience, save time, save money, and never overpay. Download the True Car app today. Hi, this is Sarah from Case Choice, and you're listening to Loveline with Adam Carolla and Dr. Drew. All right, tonight, Jenica Berger, or Berger, I, I, should, I shouldn't read it, I should just say it, and uh, Dina Spivey are both here, both from Men Behaving Badly, NBC, <laughs> Sunday <laughs> nights, uh, part of the, um, is that part of the must-see TV program? No. It's the, <laughs> that, uh, you must see it if you're not watching Touched by an Angel. I can't believe that show. I, I, I it must be a, a family thing. It's a phenomenon. People, it's a phenomenon. I heard that they get letters because I met the casting director. They get letters um, asking for God, like a lot. And uh. I get we get letters like Jesus loves you, Jen. Just want you to know. <laughs> yeah. So if we get like little things, I'm Adam, sure Adam they gets get, stuff like, like that all the time. No, I don't. <laughs> Do I? No, no, I'm a, damn you to hell. I don't know. I'm a, a world class uh, atheist. Jenica, what are what are you? What is your uh, religious affiliation? I am higher powered. Uh huh. I believe in God. R- which one? The just, bearded guy in the sky. Just the guy in the robe and everything. <laughs> no, I just have you know I like I meditate and I have 
a higher power, but She's I'm not, not a, I don't, not I'm not an a organized religious person. Right. I tried church. Actually, yeah. I am too. I think a lot of people in our generation are because it's just organized religion has, is, is so But you, Dina, you believe in God. Yeah, I believe in God. Do you think he knows what you're doing in the tub? We pray before we do our tub. <laughs> he, he would cry. He made me. <laughs> he didn't make you go to the tub, though. He huh. didn't. Okay. <laughs> No, I'm. Uh, I'm. Jesus, I'm sorry. I'm using rubber there's ducky, nothing but wrong with that. <laughs> no, no. I, that this is this is what I'm banking on too. I don't believe <laughs> there is a God, but I- if there is, I'm I'm hoping that He's a benevolent God and that He will let me through the pearly gates, even though I've uh, you know denounced Him on many occasions. But I I think if He is uh, is is powerful and is forgiving and as wonderful as uh, people say, that I'll, I'll have no problem making the cut. Well, see, that's what I feel. Like, I, I think, you know, my, my mom's Jewish, my dad's um, Catholic. So I kind of had the feeling that if, if God is all-loving and whatever, he's loved Hitler as much as he loves the Pope. Because hmm. he's just a human being who made his mistakes. So you're saying that guy was a big fan of, the, of uh, Hitler? I wouldn't say he liked what he did, but right. I'm sure he learned his life. Well, he's one of his children. I don't know because I've never died. I'm guessing if there is a hell that Hitler really has to be there. Because it, it, then, really, if Hitler ain't uh, in hell, then well, maybe not, hell I'm doesn't exist. I'm not saying I approve of anything he did. Oh, okay. I'm no, not, I'm not. But I'm not trying to steer the conversation that way. <laughs> but I I'm know. saying I would hope that I had to get to a way, uh, a decision that God was not judgmental, or else I'd judge myself and all my actions or whatever. That God was not judgmental enough that He loved everybody. Right. All right. He with the bearded. Um, so you're into the he thing. Yeah. Not even into just that basic power thing, but I mean, what I'm saying is just that like energy source that a lot of people believe in. You I think it's an actual um, takes on Do a human form? Do you want to know form. my real definition? But you think it's so corny? Yeah, go ahead. It's very hair-like. <laughs> God is love. Oh, that's that's beautiful, Terrell. You believe in God? Yeah. Oh, you do. Do you go to church? No. Why not? Because I don't. I don't have time. <laughs> Do you oh, pray? God. Do you pray? A little bit. Yeah. You do? Yeah, I do. You pray or you just kind of wish often? for well, stuff? I, I'm always, I'm, I, no, I, I... Give me my train set. Well, that's the point. I, I, I'm always disturbed by the fact that I find myself uh, getting lost in meditation prayer times when I'm in trouble. You know, when I, mm-hmm. I'm seeking help rather than just mm-hmm. routinely. You have prayer time? Do you? Well, when the kids are sick or something. You know, oh, really? are really bad. I'm, I'm, right. I'm, that's so sweet. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, that's a human instinct, you know. You just, uh, you're just you whatever. For whatever. Ask for help. It's just a way of coping with excessive stress. Mm-hmm. And whether you know, I, I when I think of things like, weren't you and I talking about the we we were walking in the hills of Ithaca, right? And in the middle of this highway, upstate New York. What did we come two across? days ago? Oh, wait, a stick bug. A stick. Yeah, What's with, that? with legs on it. A stick walking around. Well, Drew, you know, coming from uh, L.A., you're not used to seeing things that right. move that uh, aren't part of the <laughs> Spielberg. <laughs> you know, DreamWorks uh, production. But we saw this stick bug. We were in Ithaca, New York, mm-hmm. uh, like two days ago, and we're, we're walking. Drew wanted to go for a jog, but I didn't want to jog. I wanted to walk, you know, because it's hard to smoke while you're jogging. <laughs> I see. <laughs> Cigarette, keep going out. Yeah. So I said, hey, uh, Drew, let's go for a walk. But then I didn't have any shorts. All I had was uh, pants, and I didn't want to go for a long walk in a pair of pants. So I walked in my pants across the street to the Woolworth, which was going out of business. And Drew and I went on a shopping spree. I bought his kids some toys. He didn't have any cash, naturally. Right. He doesn't think to bring money when he goes out of town. That's but like um, Brando. 
I bought uh, I bought, bought the kids uh, fronted the money for a few toys, and I bought myself a pair of very ill-fitting shorts. Which, by the way, you know <laughs> they're sh- too tight. Well, they rode up kind of. They look baggy, but <laughs> they felt like you're wearing them backwards. Uh-huh. You know, so each step you took a big bunch would uh, gather in the crotch, and I actually, you know, I was wearing them today, and I slid them about six inches up each side, and it became it was more of a loincloth now, but it, uh, it's easy to get around. And anyway, we're walking around. Yeah. We had a couple hours to kill, and we decided to go for a walk because it's beautiful. The trees are changing, the wind is blowing. It's you know, forty-five degrees. Yeah, it's just, it's beautiful, especially compared to this pit, which is uh, constantly one hundred and five degrees uh, now but anyway i came across this stick bug while we're walking back to the hotel it was about uh, four inches long it looked like a branch from a tree except for it was walking down the highway so i said drew hey look at this thing and drew looked at it we both marveled at it and then what i do i try i i try to uh, smash it with a snapple bottle (laughs) or something you can push wow. No, I, didn't, I no, I wasn't trying to kill it. I, it was oh. it, it was walking out into the highway. So I took my I'm scared of stuff. So I took my Snapple bottle and I tried to This will protect me. Yeah, I tried to like use the Snapple bottle to, you know, to nudge it back toward the wilderness, but it clung on to the Snapple bottle and then I got scared Ew. and dropped the Snapple bottle. And you killed it? And I ran. Bug. Well, the bug sort of stuck you to the Snapple bottle. You just yourself a ticket to hell. And then I, I got my, I wrestled the Snapple bottle back, but it kept heading out into the highway, and we were scared it was going to get ran over. So Drew tried to kick it toward the thing, but broke its leg. Wow! Or something. And you broke it. That leg. was like Festival of the Dum Dums. Yeah, that's what that's awesome. Anyway, we're, we're, and, and so we, we were looking at its adaptations, and what, what I said was, if if you <laughs> if you want to have a belief in God, believe in at least time, and the power of time plus life equals infinite variability of adaptation that they I know we started talking about what humans could adapt into next yeah given and, a million years and then it got weird but the thing <laughs> the he, thing he took it back to the tub again every time did thi- you notice he's like Barry White he gets like <laughs> philosophical and the thing looked exactly like a twig I mean, when I pointed it out to Drew, he was staring at it going, uh, big deal, a twig, what are you going to do? And I mean, did, did <laughs> it, it not moving. look yeah, exactly yeah. like a twig? Yeah. So, um, that was, uh, we saw, we found God out on the highway in Ithaca. Puck. Yeah. You're 18, what's going on? Uh, not too bad. Uh, how you guys doing? Good. Uh, well, just to, uh, first off, say I've been listening to you guys for about, uh, two years. I, uh, love you guys. I think you guys are great. Thanks. Um, oh, thanks. <laughs> uh, to give you a little background about myself, uh, I've never really been uh, close to my parents, either one of them. I've uh, had eight step families, and uh, I'm in my 37th house right now, so I've moved a lot. These are step families? Yeah, like... Foster? I'm sorry? Foster families? No, no, no. Like, my parents get married and divorced a lot. Oh, I see. Oh, my God. Oh. Who's getting... Uh, everyone's getting married. Everyone's and... getting married. Yeah, so I've never really been close to them, but... Um, Anyways, uh, not too long ago, I was uh, looking for the phone in my mom's bedroom, and uh, I-, I found some, uh, like, drug stuff. Like, I found a crack pipe. Oh, boy. And uh, I found, I like, you know, a mirror and a razor blade and right. a little bit of cocaine. So all the, the crazy, rela- you know, being an addict and having uh, I learned crazy it from rela- watching you, Dad. Crazy relationships uh, go hand in hand. Uh. Well, I know she's been in a lot of... Uh, you know, bad marriages. I lived through a lot of them, and I know she used to get beat up by this uh, alcoholic. And I know she's had a rough life. And not too long ago, her latest boyfriend killed himself. Mm. So she's really, you know, hasn't been having. Are you, are you trying to paint excuses for her drug use? Is that you what know, you're... I haven't really confronted anything anybody about it. Uh, 
I, I, that's why I'm calling you. Know, I, I just went away so I can ask her. Alanon. Al- Alateen. Yeah, Alateen. Wait, how old is he? 18. How'd you know it was a crack pipe as opposed to like a pot pipe? Uh, well, I, I've never done it, okay, but um, I do have a lot of friends and I, ha- I have seen people on it before. Okay. Alateen. Really? That's all you can do. Get some support first before you try to do anything. I mean, she is so far into it that, that uh, she's smoking crack and relationships have been uh, crazy and uh, yeah, chaotic. Yeah, it's, it's to the point where, um, you know, I live with my grandmother and she's paying all the bills. Your grandmother? Yeah, she, she knows about it, but she really... Uh, Where's your grandfather? Uh, grandfather. Uh, he passed away years ago. And that was your mother's father? Uh, not their real uh, father. She was adopted. She's adopted, right. Yeah. So the uh, legacy continues. Yeah. So, That's really But, Puck, hard. you're 18. Yeah. And your number one job is just to get yourself out of that environment, yeah. I would get say. Out. It sounds get like you, you, you've come up with the lucky flip of the coin that you don't have the gene for an addiction yourself. Yeah, I mean, considering uh, what you've been through, you're uh, you, amazingly sane. Well, and you, if you were an addict, he would be prone to try to escape all that with the rewards that are available biologically if you have the addictive tendency. Uh, which you probably don't have, Buck, I suspect, right? I, I don't, you know, want to just leave her with that problem. I, you know, I got to do something before I move out. The best thing you can do is take care of yourself, though. <clears throat> the most important thing to do is take care of yourself. You can confront her about it, and uh, she's not, she's going to be defensive. Look, she, if she doesn't want help, you can't make her get help. Right. That's the hardest part of it. You know, you really can't. Is that and, you can't and, and if she is that, her. if she's so crack, it requires. Thorough treatment and a I lot of commitment. Suggest and a, an intervention, but I don't know if you could rally the family. I mean, right. I mean they're all probably getting high and yeah. not wanting to deal with it either. See, how can you confront your parents about drugs? I mean, shouldn't it be the other way around? Well, the parentalization of a child is, a, is an unhealthy thing, no matter what. And so, your being in that position already is is not good. And but you're insisting on taking this on, right? You're saying you yeah. feel like you have to do well, something. I'll do, I'll do anything I. Well, look, have to. You, you you can go to Alateen, okay? That's what you can do. Well, and the other thing is you can confront her about it and let her know how it makes you feel and how you've seen it affect her. And that's all you can do for now. There's right. an Alateen meeting tomorrow if you just call. Right. There is? Yep. How do you know? Everywhere. Well, everywhere? Every yeah. day of the week? Yes. Yeah. I'm the president. Really? <laughs> <laughs> Your other Alateens are, are, are it's, it's a very wide, yeah. uh, widely distributed organization. Well, how do you find it? you got to look in the phone book? Or call, you do? call information. Call information. Talk information. Or AA. Alcoholics Anonymous General Services. Well, here's what I would suggest Puck does. Go to an Alateen meeting and ask them about Mm -hmm. what to do with mom because I'm sure they handle that all the time. Well, they're going to tell him to let her go. They're going to they're going to say don't don't confront her, don't say anything. Well, they may give if he really insists upon. They may support him. They may support him with an intervention, but they're 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 going to teach him how to deal with how to help himself heal in the face of having this kind of parent. Well, I I think I'm pretty much away from. uh, No, Pac. Oh, yeah. It's it's there's no way you can go through being raised by in a family system like this not have some significant issues. And and Alatine is a way to handle some of that, at least. All right, so, Puck, throw yourself on the mercy of uh, Alatine and let them best decide what you should be doing with her and and your future. No, it doesn't work. What? Why not? What are you talking about? That sounded great. Are you kidding? (laughs) It's just not the way it works. Nobody's going to be deciding anything for him. All right, no. He gets an education. Hold on. Hey, Mike, shut, shut Drew's mic off for a second, would you? You don't have to uh, rebut the editorials over there. Just eat your goddamn chips and punch the buttons, would you? All right, here's what I'm saying. And, Drew, don't try to talk. I can't. The mic's off. Good. What I'm saying is, is 
go talk to the experts over at Alateen and see what they say. They'll probably uh, tell, whatever they tell him will be the best advice for him because this is what they do. They see this all day long. All right, Drew, just nod your head. Yeah, but what are you saying? What's different about what you're saying? I don't have a mic. So, Adam, Adam, Adam has some image that there's this organization of professionals called Alateen. Alateen is a group yeah. of teenagers who have similar problems, get together and share. And there's not like adults running the thing. There's uh, what, what do they do? Just meet. But I am the president. They meet in like some guy's basement. I mean, who's yeah, I mean, who's It's church? similar to alcohol. All right, let's oh, hold on. Sorry, we got to go to break because we're running late. We'll go to break. We'll come back and argue this, and I'll I'll prove my point in front of all you naysayers. <laughs> we'll be back. KUPD. It's Love Line. We're running late for our little 10-second break. And uh, when we come back, we'll uh, talk to Jenica and Dina just a little bit more. So Love Line will be back in 10 seconds. Jenica Berger. <laughs> right? Yeah, no. And Dina Spivey are both here. Follies Berger. Except uh, I'm not top. I thought I was saying Berger. Uh, Berger would not have an E at the end. It's Berger. Berger. The Follies Berger. All right, anyway, NBC Sundays, uh, Men Behaving Badly, 8 o'clock, um, plenty of laughs, and uh, screw guess, that Touch by an Angel crap. Come on. Hour, yeah, forget about it. that crap, too. Just <laughs> talking uh, about their competition. Just okay. More than the show. <laughs> All right. All right. She's put anything with an angel in it, and everyone goes, uh, ape crap. All right. Uh, phone number 1-800-LVE-191. Fax number 310-854-4455. We have to take care of uh, some business here real quick because Tom Silver is going to be in Thursday, a week from today. Correct? Isn't it bizarre that it's Thursday? Yeah. No. Tom Silver. Tom Silver is an, an amazing hypnotist. He is. Yeah, he's really an amazing guy. He, he didn't work for me, but <laughs> he, he's, he's, he has the powers of uh, like a. He should he should wear a turban full time. This man, and he can uh, he can put you under. He can get you to quit doing this or uh, start doing more of that. He's, he's a pretty Where's amazing guy. Does he come out of? He. Um, he comes from uh, Encino. <laughs> I mean, where does he work out of? He works out of uh, in, <laughs> in, in Encino, I believe. Tarzana, maybe. Tarzana. I've uh, I've seen him on an occasion or two. He is a pretty amazing guy. He I've seen him do his work on the morning show here at the uh, mother station, K Rock, and uh, he's always a barrel of laughs. But what we have to do is we have to get a few people to call in. I should say, write in and come in some listeners to be put under because uh, I'll do it. Okay. You want to come in? Oh, yeah. So next week. All right. So you, you want to come in, Jenica? I want to be hypnotized. Okay. A week from today. All right? Okay. Yeah. Well, uh, That's re before Halloween. And they have to get yeah. here an hour early because he has to pre-hypnotize. Oh, wow. So 9 o'clock. So 9 o'clock? He wants to touch you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He, uh, he, he lost uh, his watch last time. He, okay. <laughs> oh, that's disgusting. I do that. Uh, you, that's what? How, how do you learn how to do it? I mean, is there a class you can no, take, you just, or is he just real awkward? Is he just like a gifted? You're guy. real awkward in junior high, and, and women <laughs> shun you, and you there get are, into that. There are. You tried it. There's training in hypnotherapy and whatnot. I learned how to do Drew it. Drew knows it because he was awkward in junior high, yeah, too. I, I, learned, Wait, I, I taught myself when I was 13. I, I watched some of these guys like this guy do it, and I thought, uh -huh. I could do that. And so my friends, you know, we, your kid, you know, you have a lot of ways to spend your time and entertain yourself. I, I tried it and some friends. I could hypnotize him. Really? 
Yeah, and I became sort of the thing, the pastime. Now, how do you know they anything. weren't faking? Oh, no, there was, <laughs> it's yeah, pretty like, obvious when somebody's under. Really? Yeah, it's, and you can, you can get them to go, you know, funny thing. What kind of things? Scary. Uh, we, we would make them be monkeys and um, non-consensual. Scary. Non-consensual stuff, stuff but, like but that. But think about how how scared there is that a, a thirteen or fourteen year old was doing that to other thirteen <laughs> or fourteen year old. But you're it's because you're pretty. But did you go pretty what? Pretty awkward when you're like in junior high and stuff, <laughs> and this was a form of escape or attention. Probably. So yeah. you just figured out how to do this by watching people on TV. Yes. Yes. Oh. Yes. What about Tom Silver? Did he do a team? No, I've never, I've never hypnotized, and I've never, <laughs> I've never seen him or met him. But this is a long time ago. I did it all the way until college. True. And in college, it, it, I, I was old enough to realize that this is something I should in be messing with. Right. And stop right there. Right. Uh, true. You're gay. It's like voodoo. Just don't mess with it. I have. Uh, I will did attest. Did you hear Adam Sandler's thing, The Hypnotist with Kevin Nealon? On his CD? Yeah, the one before this last one? Yes. With the, when he the sketched farting? it. Yes. Yes. That is the funniest Tape I have ever It is. Heard. It's a uh, sophomore, but it's funny. Oh, God, but I love that. But I love a good fart joke. Yeah. Okay. We never finished the Alateen thing. Okay. First, let me put a curse on uh, all Southern California weathermen. Thank you. Uh, your head should grow in the ground like an onion, and your teeth should fall out, and where they were, a hair should come in. <laughs> You, uh, why? What, where's why? this coming from? Well, first off, I'm I'm a very concrete thinker. When the weather's bad, I blame weathermen. And I cannot take, especially just coming from the East Coast, in the beautiful, crisp, mm -hmm. clear fall weather, I cannot take this wretched heat. But the other thing I can't take is this godforsaken five-day forecast. Because these <laughs> jackasses were on TV Sunday going, There's what's, and they got the, they, they have it mapped out with the Tuesday to Wednesday, you know, and Mr. Cloud is like blowing at Mr. Sun or some nonsense like that. <laughs> it's total BS. I, I was watching the thing on Sunday. It's going to be hot Sunday. It's going to be hot uh, Monday. But Tuesday it's going to start to taper down. And then uh, by Wednesday it's going to be, you know, and they're doing that whole thing where it's going to be, you know, it's going to be 91 Monday and then 90 on Tuesday. But by Thursday, we're really going to see a cooling trend. B.S. It was uh, five degrees hotter today than it was on Monday. These guys blow this five-day forecast every single time they try it. And they should really be sued for this. Oh, it is unethical. They don't take global warming. Would you take that job, Adam? Yeah, uh, of course I take that job. <laughs> and I wouldn't. I'd do. I'd do the five-minute forecast. These guys uh, cannot uh, figure out uh, when they're going to take their next solid movement, much <laughs> less what is going on a week from now. You guys are imbeciles. You know nothing, and you should be yanked off the air. You should be uh, under the desk, uh, satisfying All Chuck right. Henry is what you should All be right. doing. I want another five minutes tacked on to sports. They're completely worthless, Drew. They're wrong all the time. What about all that rain that was rolling in last week? Oh, boy. It, uh, it, it was a biblical proportion. I saw a little dew on the windshield of my car. Wow. You, you incompetent idiots. Just don't say anything. Just stand there and look pretty and point with a stick, you worthless idiots. Are you done? Oh, five-day forecast, my ass. Okay. All right. And yeah. Drew, like an idiot. Drew just gave me the question. Drew just gave me the two week forecast a minute ago. What? Oh, they say it's going to be hot for the next two weeks. And who's they? These idiots? <laughs> These idiots that can't predict the five days? Yeah, this El Nino. Oh, this is the El Nino's going to rip what? us apart. What's El Nino? 
uh, caring about it. I don't know, but they're setting up uh, in uh, uh, Santa Monica and Venice. They're setting up all these like, safety hey, listen, zones. And uh, the, the, Adam has been uh, uh, railing against also some data that I brought up a couple times on this show, and I'm right. switching gears entirely here to get you off your uh, wait, weather. Wait, before you do, wait, really quick, can I say something before you do? Yeah. Um, I just want to re-clarify the Hitler thing. I do not approve okay. of what Hitler right. did. Okay. Right. I don't yeah. condone it. Yeah. I'm not into it. Right. Okay. But I think that he should, everybody should be forgiven. If I get, okay. should be forgiven for shoplifting. He should be forgiven for, you know, killing 8 million people. Don't, don't get Adam going. That was right another now. way don't of get Adam not going proving my Here's point. Here's Hitler should go to heaven so when uh, Irv Rubin dies, he can kick him in the nuts. Listen, if we're all spirits, right, I don't right, know. Okay, okay, okay. okay. I've made a whole lot. Mike, uh, shut Jenica's uh, mic off. Listen, I'm 23. I have made a point on the show a couple of times that herpes is a very common condition. And finally, recently, there's a front-page article in USA Today, and the uh, New England Journal came out with a more recent study uh, that showed that herpes is in about 22% of men and 25% of women in this country. This is that. Uh, in women, 25% of women, 17% of men, 45% of blacks, and 22% Mexican-American, 70% whites. Right. Forty-five percent. Oh. It's, it's a very common thing, and, and mm -hmm. I'm telling you, warts are about four or five times more common than this. Right. So, so warts is endemic. It's virtually everybody. And this is I, I, I haven't read the, the study yet. I, 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 the mm -hmm. journal came out yesterday, but presumably it's amongst all adults in a certain age group, like mm -hmm. twelve to fifty, probably. Right. So no one can have sex uh, again. See what I'm saying what is saying. not like Hitler was a good guy. Or right. anything okay, okay. that I didn't no. think but, anything uh, was okay. that everybody should be loved. He was misunderstood, I yeah. think. <sighs> History wasn't kind to him, that's all. He was misunderstood. Is there any protection uh, that Condom. you can... Condom. You can. Okay, so if you... Okay, now, there we go. now we'll just wrap up the uh, Alateen thing, and then we'll move uh, right on. Pathetic show tonight. It really God. is. Harping on things. All right. Uh, the Al my point with the Alateen is is that it's an organization, is it? Is it not? Yes. There are people there who have been in this organization for some time, right? And have gone through the same experiences. Same experiences, yeah. That, uh, our, our young caller, yes. uh, had gone through. And, and they would be able to use that experience to guide them. Yes. I'm not saying they That's have a... It. I'm not saying they have a SWAT team no, over there. There, there are other people of similar histories, uh, and they, they'll share their histories and solve the problems together. But, Seeing is how it's a bunch of underage people, or oftentimes can be 15, 16 yep. year olds. Yeah. Isn't there? Isn't there usually like some sort of den mother? I mean, isn't there an adult? No. Isn't no. there somebody who's running you, the thing? You were in Alton, weren't you? Yes. Yeah. It, whose house was it? At a church? Was it at a house? No, there, it's it's organized. It's not organized. Oh my God! Now I'm sticking my foot in my mouth. There's traditions that protect it. And there's no uh, governing There is a party. structure. There is there's a structure. a structure to it, and it's very similar to AA. Right. But w was there one person who would have been the... No. the Okay, where did they have it? Who decided where they, they have, have the meetings? They um, have elected, general, elected, nominated by the people, um, general service reps. All right. Okay. Okay. But so they there's a rep. No, 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 but they don't govern what they goes just, on they and just, participate. They just they get the coffee. They to the 12... Right traditions of the Alateen group. All right. So you're saying they elect representatives, but they do nothing. Well, they their their job is not to govern. It's right. to participate in keeping the 12 traditions alive. They're not, there's no governing party. All right. So uh, each week, they, everyone just sort of scatters. I mean, wouldn't, yes. wouldn't, wouldn't the person who was elected say, okay, next week we'll meet at this time at this location? Yes. Okay. There's that. But, okay. But we'll talk a, to that guy. But it's up to the group. 
to right. See, yeah, I, I know. I know it's a big teamwork. I know it's a group <laughs> thing. I know it's a group thing. But even even look, even even football teams are teams, but they still have a coach. They still, you know, they still have trainers. They still have assistant coaches. They still have people who who plot out things. So you, so the team doesn't just go in a hundred different directions every day. I see what you're saying. Okay, but you can't change what's been going on for fifty years, and what what preserves it is the twelve traditions. Right. That'd be uh, Sneezy, Duck, uh, Grumpy. What, what are the 12 steps? Do they have names? The traditions are from the steps. Oh, it is. Yeah. The 12, uh, the 12 traditions are, are different than the yeah. individual. The 12 yeah. traditions are for the group. The 12 traditions were a uh, black uh, recording group from Motown in the 60s. That'd be a good Oh, the 12 steps. Oh, Adam and the 12 steps. I'm the, bored. Can we take a call? Her? All right. Sarah. <laughs> Sarah. Hello. You're 28. Nina's bored. Huh? All right. What do you want? <laughs> what do I want? Okay. Um... In the last six months or so, I've gotten pretty involved in um, dominance and submission. And it's all fun and everything, but now the problem is just normal, regular sex is kind of boring. Right. And I wonder if it's because the other stuff's all new or if it's going to be like this forever. What what role do you normally take? I'm submissive. Uh-huh. And are, are these guys being dominant? Uh-huh. Oh, they are? Yes. And, um, do you get beaten? How far does it go? Well, I've gotten whipped before, but not like life-threatening, dangerous, or anything like that. Mm -hmm. And you get sexual uh, charge? You get charged from it? Yeah. Actually, yeah. Were you on um, that HBO sex special? Uh, No. Have you seen it? I see that, no. Oh. Uh, don't don't uh, fragment here. Do uh, do they use objects like uh, cat of nine tails and that kind of stuff? Wait, what, let's get stay with your question. Well, I'm gonna just I want to I want to I'm painting weird. a medical uh, a mental picture here. Uh huh. A riding crop, that sort of thing. Yeah. Uh, is this is this a boyfriend or are these a series of guys? No, just one, but not really a boyfriend. Uh huh. A lover. Like one particular section of my life, kind of separate from everything else. What do you mean? What do you mean? I don't get it. Um, like this isn't somebody that I see just to hang out. Right. Or even he just comes over in a zipper mask. Huh? Right. He just comes over in the hood and, and, and beats crap and then goes home? Well, no, because if he had a hood on, I'd probably bust out giggling and it wouldn't be much fun. But uh, do you have another relationship? Um, no, not right now. Actually, I haven't seriously dated anybody in probably a year. Mm-hmm. But just normal, loving, intimate sex is uninteresting now that you've been whipped. Uh-huh. All right. You want to do some gambling, Drew? Oh, sure. Okay. We're going to gamble. Girls, uh, go for your purse or uh, wherever it is that you keep your money. Do you have a dollar? Oh, for Christ's sake. Oh, oh wait a minute. Here it is. Good. I thought I lost my wallet. Okay. Drew, you don't owe me any money, do you? No. Drew was buying all the booze last night. Oh, we had such a romantic evening last night, didn't we, Don Drew? Oh, I just got hundreds. Oh, don't Jesus tell people Christ. that. Look at that. Oh, I didn't mean to put two down. Who, who, who's uh, who's short money here? I have ten. I've got a silver dollar. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Is there? Yeah. Susan B. Anthony. It's like one of these like uh, Chuck E. Cheese tokens or something. Post office. Wait, isn't this worth something? All right. No, it's, it's worth a dollar. Post office. It's a dollar. All right, put the dollar down, Drew. All right, there's four bucks there. 
Sarah is uh, 28. Sarah doesn't have a relationship other than this one, and you've heard everything leading up to it. Now, what yeah. we're going to gamble okay. is on her past. What kind of environment did she grow up well, in? Uh, Dina's ready to go. Yeah, Dina's chomping at the bit. You know, low self-esteem. What specifics happen well, in the family? Thing? Easy. You know, she's probably beaten by daddy. and. Okay. Well, know, that's good. Turned on by it. Beaten good by enough. daddy. Good okay. enough. Okay. Janica? I think she had Adam. Entering a normal background, mm-hmm. but the twist was her dad had a porno collection that she got a hold of. Wow, that's good. Okay, and Drew, it's my bad. That's going to buy you time to think of something. Yeah, I'm trying to formulate beyond something. Beyond beaten by daddy, which we both wanted. Well, go ahead. Um, violence in the home, dad against mom. Dad left when she was like six. You're just a doctor. Ooh, that's good. Mm, that's good. All right, I will go. With um, just uh, wicked low self-esteem, was uh, overweight as a child. Please, Drew, don't embarrass me in front of the ladies. Right. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Where were we? Sarah? Yes. All right, so Drew says uh, a lot of violence in the family. Uh, Dina says uh, um, violence against you. Uh, Jenica says if uh, uh, if Hitler was your dad, everything would be fine. No, Hitler uh, wasn't a good guy. Right, he misunderstood. Okay, okay. And, we shouldn't judge. Right, uh, right. If we're going to judge Hitler, then who are we? And uh, I go with uh, overweight, low self-esteem. No, wait. I go with the normal family, but you found your dad's porno collection. And okay. that was like the off. All right, Sarah. What is it? Okay, the only thing that was kind of close was what you said about my dad not being around. Dr. Drew is right. That was it, huh? No violence? I'm not willing to Did accept that, that Adam. Did Dad? Well, okay, there was never really any corporal punishment or anything like that. But what kind of um, punishment? I was molested when I was a child. So oh, we missed that. My dad took up, split up when I was three, so my dad wasn't around, and I definitely have had issues. But who I had a porno collection? For all that, no porno collection. Any weight problem? No. How old were you when you were abused sexually? Um, let's see. I was probably five, and then again when I was about nine. Was a stepdad or something? No, it was some. Guy down the street and then a babysitter. Oh, and then a babysitter. Uh huh. Yeah, it's so it's so uncanny how when it happens once, uh, that's it. You you've now assumed the victim posture, and 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 it's like a ringing the dinner bell for sickos. They just they, they just keep coming. I, as a matter of fact, we rarely talk to someone who was. Uh, molested just once at age four or five, and then left alone mm-hmm. until uh, adulthood, or, or or until whenever they call. It's always uh, something happened at four or five, and then uh, again at eleven, and then again at sixteen, and and so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. Right. right. And I mean, when I was uh, what in my early twenties and stuff, I was in really abusive relationships and this and that. Yeah, yeah. I can't imagine there wasn't also some violence in the home. No, really, there wasn't. Through, you do anything for a few bucks. No, it's just life. hard for me to, uh, given, given the, the, but uh, so you were abused and you, you've taken the, the victim posture anyway and, uh, the only well, way you can still. Who won? You or Dina? That's a push. That's a push, yeah. So now, I mean, any self-esteem issues I had or anything, they've kind of cleared themselves up since I went through some counseling for about four years. How old are you? Mm. I'm 28. I, I still think you should. I, I don't know. I feel like you should still learn to love yourself a little more, or you wouldn't want to get beaten. Well, actually, it's the whole. It's kind of like an endorphin thing. Yeah. Are you an addict? What do you mean? Are you an addict? An addict. Um. 
I was a heroin addict. Okay, heroin addicts do cop. this stuff. Yeah, <laughs> it's always funny when people uh, when, when people uh, think about that. They go, uh, ask me the question. Uh, do you, uh, Dad, are you an addict? Um, oh, an addict. Um, um, well, if you're counting, yeah. Well, heroin, yeah. <laughs> if you're counting, <laughs> counting heroin is a uh, you count as a uh, addictive substance, are you? We're going with heroin. Yeah. Well, then, yes. Uh, then I'm guilty. Yes, I'm an addict. <laughs> People have to like think about that for a while. Uh, heroin, opiate addicts go for the masochism. It it does give an endorphin rush. Oh, and, really? Uh, yeah. Yeah. And uh, didn't know that. I didn't know that. That's not. It's it's you know, not uncommon for addicts, opiate addicts, to need to escape negative feelings through endorphin rush. And uh, this is this is an addictive behavior, Sarah. Are you in, are you in recovery? Um, yeah, it's been... Are you in recovery? Yes. Okay. What are you doing? Talk, talk, talk to your sponsor. Are you in recovery, though? As, as far as, like, an organized program? Yeah. Not at this point now. Right, There's well, sex and love uh, addicts well, anonymous you, this, or whatever. Listen, you're, 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 this yeah. is part of the addictive the disease in, in... F&A, I think it's called. In progress. <laughs> and uh, you need to get... I not a real word. No, it's... You need F to get involved with the, with the program because uh, this is, you're not likely to stay sober unless you have a sponsor or somebody you can rely upon to talk about these issues. And here's uh, one of the things we like to do on this show is everybody just um, chalks every lifestyle up to this sort of uh, whim, you know. Yeah, well, I get just beaten it, because yeah. I, I like being, yeah, it's what I'm into. Or um, I, I have, uh, I have. How uh, did we get that notion from like 30 years ago? Hey, they're just into that. Just with yeah, I, I, just doing their own I thing. I have a number two pencil uh, hanging from my penis because, uh, well, it's my prerogative. <laughs> it's a free, free country and this is, this is what I'm into. <laughs> yeah, you're just into that. And so. then society, <laughs> what, what happens with society is, is we look at guys like, you know, Dennis Rodman and we go, He's doing his own thing. All right. He's, he's doing his original. thing. He's original. He's, he's a snowflake. He's not following any trends. He's a trendsetter. He plays by his own rules. He's playing by his own rules, <laughs> like that uh, Del Cecchio or that hell that uh, new series is. But anyway, the point is, is <laughs> the point is, is we get a call about someone who's doing something that seems like, uh, what's up with this? Uh, the little spidey sense uh, starts going off. Mm -hmm. We then gamble, and yeah, something happened, mm -hmm. and that's why. And and this is where it stems from. So uh, all you folks out there that are into all this weird crap you're into, uh, go ahead and take a look at it. And don't just pass it off as, hey, I'm doing my thing. Because uh, no, sane people don't think of being beaten and uh, having, um, you know, curling irons uh, put in a rectum. It's funny. None of us thought, oh, heroin addict. Uh <laughs> Well, it, but it, we were going, we were going young. We we're going young. So it's not, it's not part <laughs> it's kind of, of that, that behavior is not part of addiction per se. But heroin addicts, and in, in, in particular heroin addicts off heroin, mm -hmm. tend to gravitate towards that. Mm -hmm. So all right, uh, when we come back, we'll uh, talk to John. He wants to know uh, how to get back into the dating scene Ooh. after being in the service. And Hitler is not a good person. Oh. No, ah! a good thing. No. Not necessarily a bad man, but he's I'm certainly just, no saint. I, don't wanna, I shouldn't saying. talk about spiritual anyway. Yeah. All right. No, he was, he was fine. You, you wouldn't understand you'll, him. You'll meet him soon. Back together again, it's the Diesel and his buddy, Charles Barkley. This week on the Big Podcast with Shaq. Chuck, uh, every day out in the public, people ask me, was the fall stage? Could you let America know that that was not stage? First of all, <laughs> when somebody falls like that, your first reaction is to make sure they're all right. Then you have to start laughing. Nobody's going to fall that hard for fake. <laughs> I mean, that, that was, like TNT ain't paying you and me enough to fall that exactly. hard yeah. for fun. The Big Podcast with Shaq. That's me. It's up right now at podcastone.com. That's podcastone.com. 
Hey, this is Pat Boone. You and I are listening to Love Line with Dr. Drew and Adam Bologna. All right. Dina Spivey uh, and Jenica Berger. Can I just say, I saw a really great movie uh, this past weekend. It's called The House of Yes, and it was a really fabulous uh, movie, and anyone out there should go see it. Is it playing anywhere? Yeah, it's playing at Lumley's Sunset. Right. And, uh, what about for the folks who live in uh, Minnesota? Well, it's, it's not, in Minnesota, I don't know where what specific theater it's playing in Minnesota, but... Is it a wide up, release? It's opening up in more theaters this week weekend. All right. Anybody... Uh, Stars Parker Posey, oh. uh, uh, Tori Spelling... Really? Josh Hamilton, Jean... Yeah, visual. Josh Hamilton... That's not like uh, no relation to uh, no. Ashley Hamilton. No. Okay. All right. Uh, directed by this great guy, Mark Waters. Okay. All right. What's in it for you? Mar- Mark Waters. Mark's my boyfriend. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Now, I knew we were getting to something there. Men Behaving Badly, Sunday nights, um, NBC, can I, can 8 I, o'clock. Can I say something? If it's about Hitler, you cannot. <laughs> no, I just want to say hi, Brooke and Susanna and Jolene and Josh and I love Hmm. All right. Are those, uh, those friends of yours? Those are good friends. Okay. Oh, I'd like to plug Brooke, um, Brooke's director. She just got a deal with Polygram. Okay. I'd like to plug Brooke, too. Uh, <laughs> I bet you would. Uh, <laughs> little <laughs> humor here on the love line. John, you're 25. Hey, how you doing? Good. Love your show. You're on with the chicks from Men Behaving Badly. Seen <laughs> <laughs> before. It's a good show. Oh, thanks. John, what's up? Um, I, uh, Dated a girl for about two years, and then we were engaged. And then we were engaged for about two years, and uh, it's been probably a year and a half to two years since we cut off our cut off our engagement. And I've kind of got to the point where I don't miss her anymore, and I don't think about her all the time like I did, you know, a year or so ago. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, I'm just having trouble getting back to the dating scene kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. All right. Well, go out there and um, and be fruitful. Be fruitful, huh? Listen, yeah, it looks like the... you're done healing, so go out there and... Yeah, and don't have a chip on your shoulder. Yeah, be All open. Right. Load up on generic cologne like I do. That's my secret. John, what the hell do you want us to tell you? Take a shower and get the hell out of the house. <laughs> I don't know, just... You want tips on, on dating? Uh, maybe, maybe that would do it, because like I said, it's... It's almost been six years since I've really been out there dating and, and so on and so forth. You're 25, though. It's not like you're 50. Yeah, and people uh, people treat uh, dating as if it's some uh, art form that, uh, they you know, it's like ballet or something. They must constantly rehearse My and feeling... practice, otherwise they're going to lose their touch. You just get out if there, be yourself. Out there, should watch Men Behaving Badly, and that, that should really... Show you. That's a fairly realistic depiction <laughs> of uh, the Bachelor scene. It's on at um, eight o'clock on Sundays on NBC. Because see, uh, 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 Schneider, he or <laughs> who am I trying to think of? Rob Schneider. Rob Schneider. Rob Schneider. Yeah, he keeps a bologna sandwich in the uh, in the pocket of his bathrobe. You see, and <laughs> that's what guys do. Yeah. Uh, you, you do that, don't you, Drew? Oh, oh yeah. I suggest okay. going out with groups of guys because it's easier to go, you know, meet, you know, a group of girls, group of guys together, and then there's less pressure. Yeah, don't go out with groups of guys alone. <laughs> you, you know, know what I'm saying? No, no, seriously. I think groups of guys that hang out as a group of guys are, are sort of locking themselves out. It turns into a sort of a pack yeah. of wolves, yeah. actually. Yeah. Right. No, but I'm so just go, go to friends' parties, parties or people that they know are invited. Yeah. You're networking that way. So. And, and actually, the best way to, to go, I think, is to do whatever it is you enjoy doing. And when there are females around, uh, then you guys can talk about your common interests. 
I know, I know it sounds a little trite, but just going out to bars and stuff seems like a bit of a long shot. Yeah. You get involved with something that you're into. I don't know what the hell it is, uh, you know, climbing then, climbing walls or something. World War II was a complete okay. disaster. He had the wrong idea. Okay, I'm bored. Next caller. Good. Uh, Dina's grown weary of John, <laughs> so we're going to move on. CJ. CJ. CJ? Uh, CJ's 21. CJ's been on hold for 107 minutes. No. All right, Mike, uh, turn him up and let's see if we can hear him sleep. Actually, I think his heart stopped. <laughs> uh, he was uh, so offended by Jenica's... Please don't say that. Okay, I, I, won't, I won't talk about it. Uh, I'll we'll, just go on about we'll, it. We'll put him back on hold, right. and uh, we'll uh, hop over to our next call. Josh, you, yes. you're 13. Yes. You're on with the babes from Men Behaving Bad. Woo-hoo! Woo! Yeah, um... Uh, yeah, um, I have a question, and I was wondering if the if um the Jenica and Dana um would send me autographed pictures. Okay, sure. Um, yeah, we'll get that. The question is, how do you um get the opposite sex to like you if you haven't had very much trouble? If you've had a lot, I think this is a friend it? of mine. I'm not kidding. No, this is Josh. He's 13. Josh is tired. Josh, what's great? What's great? And you want to know how to meet the chicks? Mm-hmm. If you not have much experience or what? No, I mean, I've tried and got forward, but they spurn me. Spurn you? Yeah. I didn't know that word when I was in it. Eighth grade. <laughs> I, I know a word, but too many it, uh, pretty words now. Eighth grade's hard. Well, let, let me assess your situation, Josh. You were doing pretty good in the uh, late seventies, early eighties, like we all were, right? I mean, you had to beat them off with a stick, but then things slowed down a little around um, ten, eleven years old, that kind of thing. And, and there's, there's been some dry years. Am yeah. I right? And you want to know uh, how to get back into the fray? You want to know how to meet women? Mm-hmm. And you're you're a little bit nervous. You're a little bit shy. And that holds you back. Yeah, but girls like, you know. No, they don't. The mysterious, um. Yeah, yeah but, not shy, but not shy. Yeah, but not stuttering. As long as you're confident, but you don't have <laughs> That's to talk not shy. a lot. That's not shy. Walk in and shout obscenities I mean, you don't have and leave to... the classroom and you'll, no. you'll get No, it. Josh, uh, what has it been like for you when you've tried to go up and talk to girls in the past? Well, um, I tried talking to them. One girl I like has, um, some common ground with me, um, and some girls, um, are just like, get away and then... Well, what happened? Names. Okay. Well, let me try a little love line experiment here, Josh. Who are you into, Jenica or Dina? Mm, half, half. Half and half. Well, you you are the sweetest Good answer. See, you're already going to be a great See? diplomatic This going to be a great politician. You won us over. All right, I'll, I'll pick. He's the type of guy you ask him, am I, do I look fat? And he'd say, you know, I see beauty. That's all I see when I see you. That's You're going to be great. Josh? Okay. Yeah. All right, well, I'll have you work on Dina just for the hell of it. <laughs> all right? All right. All right, now pretend uh, she's in the hallway. The bell just rang. You're on your way to class, and you want to ask her out to see a movie. This weekend, possibly some of that uh, art house crap her boyfriend produced. All right, <laughs> all right, all uh, right. Go up and and just give it your best shot, and then I'll critique it and tell you tell you how you did. All right, there all right. she is. You've just stopped her in the hall. Go ahead. Hey, um, Dana, um, you want to go to a movie this weekend? It's just coming out. I got reservations for it. Um. 
I guess. Can I bring my friend Jill along? Yeah. No, 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 you fool. No, no, no. That's... No. Uh, that's, I mean, I've heard that. I've heard that going in groups can help a lot. Yeah. Like at this age. Cause, as long as he brings a friend. Uh-huh. Do you ha- uh, Josh, you have a friend, uh, you have a buddy you want to bring have along? A, do you have a friend you could um, bring along who you think Jill would like? Probably. All right, guys. Now, now, really uh, go for the jugular now, Josh. Cement the time and the, and the date and all that stuff. Yeah, it's around Saturday, around 7 o'clock. Mm-hmm. You going to come pick her up? Who's, should I meet you there or are you picking me up? Um, would you like to meet there? It's your choice. No, 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 don't get, no, women don't like, they say they want choices, but they really don't. You're the man, Josh, now try it one more time. Did I pick you up around like 6.45? Um, what, your your mom is going to take us? She'll drop us off, um, then. I don't know, I think that's kind of uncool, I don't know, I, I don't want, I don't want... Unless you're going to ruin the guy, you know, would you give him a little bit? I know. <laughs> give him the love. Can we go to a close movie theater where we can just walk to it? Go, Josh. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Okay. I'll go with you. This Saturday, Josh. Now, that wasn't so hard, was it? Not let him try with me. <laughs> I try with me. Josh right, re- sounds really cute, and you know, <laughs> he's trying with me. All right, try it with Jenica real, real fast, Josh. Try it. Ask Jenica. Josh. Yeah. Ask Jenica. Mm-hmm. You just stopped her in the hall. How was homeroom? Um, it was okay. Cool. Um, I'm wondering, would you suggest something? Hello. Hello. Go ahead, Jeff. Hi. Um, would you suggest something like begin talking with class and then ask because you might have a common ground? Yeah. Yeah. Hi, hi, Josh. Hello. Um. Hi. Um. How was class today? Um, was it okay? Why? <laughs> it was cool. All right, listen. You're gonna ruin the poor boy. No, 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 Josh. I'm ready. Okay, um, hi, how was class today? Um, was it okay for you? Um, yeah. How was your class? It was okay. Um, well, um, I've been noticing you lately, and I was wondering if you wanted to go out Friday night. No! That's so No! I'm joking. I'm joking, Josh. You're awesome. Yeah. Josh is awesome, but you know... No! No, they would, they would, they would have you in a second, you, Josh. Yeah, they would totally. make a, a Josh sandwich totally. right here right you're now. You're so sensitive, and you want to go through the motions of finding how it makes you awesome, and because you watch men behaving badly. I also read a lot of books. You right. do, but you should find a, another young girl who likes to read books too. Yeah, uh, but but um, <laughs> reading. Re- what are your hobbies, Dina? I like to read. Look, <laughs> here's the deal. Uh, I'll sum it up before we go to break. This is a rite of passage for all boys and, and women. It's no! Very, it's very awkward. Yeah. It's very difficult. It's so hard. And at least women have the luxury of just sort of having to wait for guys to come up and be awkward, and then that is their opportunity to be awkward back. But guys have to muster the courage and the gumption to approach women, and they have a lot of trouble with that. I was horrible at that, Drew. Uh, I'm sure you were no Don Juan. 
I saw <laughs> I saw well hey during the break we'll go look at Drew's uh, junior class picture oh, yeah. over there. Oh it's it's uh, absolutely it looks like uh, it looks like a roadie for Fleetwood Mac. Does he it's, have like a nice pinky uh, fro? It's uh, awesome. It's just it's awesome. Really? So uh, so it, it we got to go to break, but it is a rite of passage. It's difficult. You'll look back and laugh at it. Don't let it hang you up too long. Just get used it's to it. Yeah, but ask someone who you think is going to say yes. Ask right. someone who you who you think likes you already. Someone who's giving you that not sign. a long shot. I know, but if it doesn't happen, that's all right too. It's not the end of the world. You'll get turned oh. down uh, by many girls in your lifetime. Wow. Look at your. Drew. Drew looks like Kurt yeah. Cobain. Look at that one after there. the depression. Yeah, it's like a chubby Tom Petty. Yeah, like a... the Urban Cowboy era. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! No, look at that one. collar. Right, were you like hip though? That was that hip. Wait, we're, go we're going. <laughs> we're going to break. He spent Josh too much time. So he spent too much time in the pool. Josh, you'll Josh be fine. And, Josh uh, is so sweet and cute. No, Josh, you're fine. We'll be back. Hey, guy, you know that you want to be the guy that all your buds want to be. Oh, man, I want to party with him. Yeah, that guy. Well, then here's how you do it. Just listen to these two shows every week. The Art of Charm. We talk about how to create confidence, how to get people to like and trust you, productivity, time management, biohacking, and more. And The Chive. You never know who's going to drop by the studio, and you certainly never know what we're going to say to them. Download new episodes of The Chive and The Art of Charm every week at podcastone.com. It's a guy thing, all right? Be that guy. French Stewart and Simbi Kali from Third Rock from the Sun, and you were listening to Love Line with Adam Carolla and Dr. Drew. Yes, you is. Jenica Berger and Dina Spivey are both here for Men Behaving Badly, and uh, I don't know where the hell they are, but they'll be in here in a second. So we'll just finish up this business. Uh, Tom Silver, hypnotist, will be in here a week from today on Thursday. We are going to need. Well, actually, Jenica's going to get hypnotized, but we'll have a couple of people, also uh, faithful Loveline listeners who want to be hypnotized on the air as well. Uh, Producer Ann. Is the P.O. Box 10670 still? No, it's oh. P.O. Box 4345, oh. Hollywood, California, 90078. All right, so again, if you're interested in uh, coming out to Loveline on that Thursday, you're going to have to get here at 9 o'clock. Tom will hypnotize you, and we'll have some fun with you on the air. Nothing cruel, I assure you, and Tom will help you with other things while you're under. Tom Tom's real cool because it's like one of those things where it's like, uh, all right, we're done uh, making fun of you, and you're still under. Uh, quit smoking and lose some weight, too. Boom. Then he snaps you out of it. Uh, give that address one more time, and for people who are interested. Okay. It's P.O. Box 4345, Hollywood, California, 90078. And what should they do? What? What just, should they include in the letter? Well, yeah. I mean, should they write a letter saying why they, they want to be no, hypnotized? No, just write or? us and let us know that they want to come up and obviously they, they should live what, in they the time, area. Daytime phone number or something? Yeah, so okay. I can call them and set it All up. Right. All right. Okay. And we'll be selecting the lucky participants. Okay. All right. So, uh, Jenica and uh And Dina so everybody knows we're located in L.A. So, right, cover city, yeah. yeah. Right, so if you're uh, outside of that area and you don't have a corporate yet, uh, <laughs> yeah. forget it. All right, Jenica Dina from um, Men Behaving Badly, Sunday nights, uh, 8 o'clock. NBC. NBC, yes, that's right. All right, you guys back? You ready to go? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Jenica's a real handful. Jenica, you all right? Um, Jenica, if you were at a party, who would you want to do, Adam or Dr. Drew? Um, well, we were having this discussion outside. Oh, for Christ's sake. <laughs> <laughs> Who would you do first? <laughs> yeah, because I think <laughs> eventually I'm flooding it. I feel since I've lived, listened to Loveline since I was 12, Dr. Drew is more like a father figure. Not that you're not attractive, Dr. Drew. Is but that I would, a plus? No. And, um, Adam is, um, 
Is Adam your type? He's like sloppy second. No, I'm joking. No. You think I'm, just, I'm just giving you back, Adam, for Listen, what Listen, I don't care. Look, Adam, like that. Like that. You do me, right? Right, Dana? I do uh, I do the doctor. Really? Her. Tell him why. But I feel like I feel like I would have she a did, she, relationship yeah. with the doctor my sophomore year of college. And we would have like a six-month relationship. Right. It wouldn't... <laughs> It wouldn't just, just it wouldn't go. be just a one night stand. It would be a six month relationship, and then a, and then we would be older and look fondly back at our. Uh, well, Dina, you you have a do you have a master's degree? Yes, I do. So you appreciate uh, education and a man. I, I I have to admit the biggest turn on is uh, a really smart man. Her boyfriend's really smart. All all the men that I date are really smart. Right, but uh, what about the raw sexuality that I exude? Um, well, I would say, wow, like, if I, were to about that. if I were at a party and really drunk and I hadn't had sex in a year, then I'd say, woohoo, let's do Adam. <laughs> and it'd be great. It'd be great, but, you know, it's just... So, uh, they're, they're, <laughs> you would have sex with me, but it'd have to be under certain conditions. Adam, you get a lot of screaming, No, girl. you know, I mean, like, I, I hear stuff about it. Maybe if I were just, I, 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 you know. Yeah. Drew, does Adam maybe get a lot of... Crazy night or something, but... How shall we say... On the road, you know. I bet he gets a lot of road. We're both such withdrawn quantities. Yeah. 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 Look at oh, that twig, on, twig, twig bug. How yeah. can we keep it out of the that road? The most Let's spend four hours <laughs> talking to the twig bug. Yeah. Oh, you get a lot of road. No, we we don't. We we do um, we do travel around a little bit and uh, but you do you know, have a girlfriend? We, yeah, I do. You do. Yeah. We know her, don't we? I don't know. Do you know oh. her? Oh, she Does she work at Carson yeah. Warner? Yeah, she works for uh, Matthew Happy. Carlson. She's Do you see her? Very attractive girl. Oh yeah. What do you think? I'm some Is kind she of idiot. Listening? She'll think I'm an ass. No, uh, she listens sometimes. Well, my boyfriend will probably be actually. Be, oh. Josh is number one. No, this is hypothetical. Come on, yeah, we're all please. attached and happily. The only show she's heard in like the last years one where we had the, that playmate of the year uh. in from <laughs> Sweden, and I, and I uh, practically <laughs> assaulted her physically from across the console. Yeah, she heard the entire show. By the way, wow, that's oh, great. Oh, oh. She's real excited about that. Yeah. Well, what but, happened after that? Um, we were supposed to go to um, the um, uh, where are we going for Musical that concert? Is. No, 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 no. We were going to uh, San Jose. Oh right, right. Kome for Camp Kome, right. and uh, that was on a Friday. And uh, we had uh, Miss Playmate of the Year in here on a Thursday. And <laughs> I came home and there's a message on my machine. Why don't you take Miss Playmate to San Jose with you if you like her? You know. Oh, no, she's, boy. Uh, she's all right. She's, oh, so do you purposely stay back from uh, girls right. on the road, or you guys are really just, you know, well, awkwardly? Uh, you know, we, we both are uh, moral, ethical guys. That's and, good. Uh, you know, we we believe that. I'm not uh, into just sort of uh, reaping whatever it is, uh, mm-hmm. whatever it is. In, I your early 20s, in, in your early 20s, though, you know. Oh. Did you take what you could get? Listen, my, my as much as you could get. I'm not like that either. I've been with my boyfriend for a year and a half. I don't go out. All right, but you're supposed to be that way. Wait, what if you had been 21? Yeah. If I'm 21 and out on the road and, and had opportunity with women, yeah. and uh, had a girlfriend, no, a no girlfriend, yeah. Oh come on! <laughs> That's what she was asking. Well, of course. Because the baby what do you like mean? Candy? Well, what kind of, kind of retarded question is that? That's not what she was asking. She's saying if I had a girlfriend, it oh. was in that situation. All right, John. Yeah. You're 30. I am. What's going on? Um, my wife and I, or my ex-wife and I, uh, split up about a year and a half ago. We were married for about five years. It was real difficult, but we had a pretty um, amicable split. 
and we've both had relationships, um, and but we've kind of kept in touch with each other, never really closed the door on maybe getting back together, I don't know. But within the last week or so, she's kind of indicated that maybe she wanted to do some stuff together, and I don't really know where it's going. I don't really know where I want it to go. Uh, she's had sex since our breakup. I haven't, and I don't know if I'll be able to deal with that. You're, you're divorced? Yeah. And are there children? No. And, and Thank you, goodness. She's thinking about mending things. Uh, thinking about but, at least looking toward the direction of mending. Why are she you... just wants to do what Dina wants to do to me if she was really loaded oh. and uh, <laughs> hadn't had, had sex in a few years. Uh, two Adam! Two Adam! Two Adam! <laughs> But what what uh, what would lead you to want to go in this direction? Are you lonely? I still or? have no. Uh, I still have strong feelings for her. Yeah. And that's why you haven't been able to get on and have other relationships. I have, but I haven't had relationships to the point where you know they've been real serious. Hmm. Um, to the point you know of having sex, I've had minor mm-hmm. relationships. Why did so, you guys get a divorce in the first place? Um, that's a long that's story. But uh, basically, because I went away to law school and she stayed. Did you fax us? Yep. Oh, I just got that fax. Really? Yeah. yeah. Well, what a, uh, a first. We're reading the faxes. All right, John. Yeah. It, it sounds to me like you're a rather sensitive guy, and I don't mean that as a put down. I just mean it's it good. sounds like you're uh, very. Uh, you have some feelings, and then if you get back with her, it may rekindle a bunch of stuff, and yeah, you may it, end it up abs- getting it, hurt. It, it and of course, it, will it absolutely will. But if you feel that the breakup was for spur, not not a substantial right. breakup, there wasn't something intrinsically wrong with the relationship. It was circumstances. Then what the heck? So you're sure. saying get back and try to mend? Uh, yeah. All right. Yeah. And he's just got to get over this business that she went on and had a life. I mean, he should have had a life in the meantime, too. I want to talk to CJ real fast because now CJ's been on hold for 129 oh, minutes. Oh, CJ. Which is um, longer than the show's been on the air tonight. CJ? What's going on, man? You're 21. Oh. What What happened? We, we came to you like an hour hey, ago. Uh, I don't know. You're tired? A little bit. Yeah. You fell asleep? Yeah. Okay. But Saw you're that. back now. Yeah. All right, CJ? We have to go. We gotta go. We're out of show. <laughs> oh. What can I say? What was your question, real fast? Uh, basically, just wondering. Uh, I pull away from uh, girls really uh, after a couple months. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, you're 21. A lot of guys do this. Yeah. I did this when I was 21 yeah, I was saying, too. Yeah. You, hey, you did it too. So shut up, Joe. You work your way right through it. But here's what. Here's all. He has the pictures to prove. If it still, if it still happens, and you're 25, 26, that's a problem. Yeah, well, here's the thing. You're cognitive of it, or cognizant of it. You understand it's a problem. So just keep that in your mind. And when you're in relationships, try to keep an eye on yourself. Guys have to do this. This mm-hmm. is what I try to do. I actually try to keep it, like, you know, touched by an angel. Were they? No. Uh, I like to keep an eye on myself, because if I don't keep an eye on myself, I'll just go, uh, I'll go spinning out into space and be the world's uh, worst boyfriend or husband or father or whatever the hell it is uh, I'm potentially going to be. <laughs> Take a chance on love. Yeah. No, you know what I'm saying? You, yeah. No, what's wrong with this? If you have a problem, like you pull away from people after right. two months. You're afraid right. of intimacy. Yeah. So what I'm saying is... is so don't do it. Do, ding, ding, yeah, ding, ding. be aware of that. Yeah, and don't do that. And when you see yourself starting to do those things, right. realize what you're doing. Yeah. Yeah. That's all. You'll he called in. He's 21. He realizes what's going on. Mm-hmm. And uh, probably not, but we'll be back. All right, 
Dina, Jenica, thank you very much for running uh, tremendously late. Sunday nights, 8 o'clock, NBC. Men behaving. Josh, I love you. I wouldn't do Adam or Drew. I love you, Mark. You're the greatest sex I've ever had, and and, and you're wonderful, and I love you. Yeah, Mark, you're the greatest sex I am. Hey! Hey, hey. (laughs) All right. Um, We can all, uh, well, we'll go have a cigarette and talk about Hitler. All right. So. Wasn't uh, a good guy. No. Rick, Little wacky. Hey, uh, Rick James is going to be in here next week, and Drew, uh, they're going to film that for like VH1 it's or something. So we got to wear something. It's well, Bob Cat will be in next week, and uh, Charles Fleischer in here for the Unparalleled Comedy Challenge, and uh, Hypnotist Tom hey, Silver. Dave so uh, uh, Dave Fastino. Oh, yeah. what's he coming in? Oh, He's coming in following week. All right. So until next time, this is Sam Crowley for Doctor Drew saying mahalo. This concludes another PodcastOne.com program.